Welcome to Christ Church. The following is a homily from our Sunday morning gathering in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Enjoy. The Holy Gospel of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, according to Matthew. Glory to you, Lord Christ. Jesus began to show his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and undergo great suffering at the hands of the elders and chief priests and scribes and be killed, and on the third day be raised. But Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him, saying, God forbid it, Lord, this must never happen to you. But he turned and said to Peter, Get behind me, Satan. You are a stumbling block to me. For you're setting your mind not on divine things, but on human things. Then Jesus told his disciples, If any want to become my followers, let them deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. For those who want to save their life will lose it, and those who lose their life for my sake will find it. For what will it profit them if they gain the whole world but forfeit their life? Or what will they give in return for their life? For the Son of Man is to come with his angels in the glory of his Father, and then he will repay everyone for what has been done. Truly I tell you, there are some standing here who will not taste death before they see the man, the Son of Man, coming in his kingdom. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. Take my words and speak through them. Take our ears and hear through them. Take our hearts and set them on fire with love for you, our Lord and our Redeemer. Amen. In today's gospel, Jesus is rebuking Peter, who's trying to stop Jesus from going to Jerusalem to face the cross. Jesus' words state, Get behind me, Satan. You are a stumbling block for me. For you are setting your mind not on divine things, but on human things. Peter's under the influence of Satan, trying to distract Jesus from what he has come to do. He tried to make Jesus stumble in his path to the crucifixion. Paul reiterates the idea, but we preach Christ crucified to Jews a stumbling block and to Gentiles foolishness. The idea that the Messiah would be crucified was a stumbling block to the Jews, something that tripped up their beliefs of what the Messiah would be like. But most of the time, a stumbling block refers to something or someone who keeps another from a relationship with God. Refraining from being a stumbling block means not leading another into sin. How we accomplish this depends on the situation and the hearts of those around us. The security we have in God's love and provision, both now and eternally, allows us to show concerns for those who are weaker, those who need specific encouragement to understand who God is. In some situations, it means living in those freedoms to exemplify that God is a God of grace. In others, it means disciplining ourselves to building up 
weaker believers and not pushing them into a liberty that they're not ready for. But always it means encouraging another to act in a way the Bible specifically identifies as sin. How many times? No, how many times a day are we a stumbling block to someone in, our, in their lives? In Paul's letter to the Romans and the Corinthians, he highlights several topics over which believers have had disagreements. Food, drink, sacred days. In Paul's time, the disagreements were mostly concerning Jewish law versus the new freedom found in Christ. We experience much of the same type of disagreements today, even over the same topics, food, drink, and sacred days. But we could also add things like body piercing, tattoos, clothing styles, movies, video games, books, politics, drugs, alcohol, tobacco, the list goes on and on. These are all areas for which the Bible does not provide specific instruction and yet are areas in which many feel or have deep convictions. Some of these things can lead to worldliness, sin, impurity, or even become an obsession or an idol. On the flip side, legalism and avoidance of anything the world has to offer can also become an idol. The very same people who stand for Jesus often stand against him. As Christians, we need to always be asking ourselves, am I a solid rock of faith or a stumbling block inhibiting the faith of others? My hope is, by asking ourselves this question over and over, we become more intentional about our Christian witness. When it comes to standing with Jesus, there's no middle ground. In the 12th chapter of Matthew's Gospel, Jesus told his disciples, He who is not with me is against me, and he who doesn't gather with me scatters. So we're either for him or against him. As disciples, we don't have the luxury of straddling the fence. There's no such thing as an anonymous Christian. We're either for Christ or we're against him. When it comes to bearing witness to him as our Lord and Savior, neutrality is not an option. There's a true story about a minister who moved to Houston. He wanted to find his way around. So he took a bus and he rode it until he came back to where he got on. As he rode it, he made a mental note of as many landmarks as he could along the way. It was a great way to get his bearings straight, so he took another bus route and another until he finished. I did this very same thing when I first moved to Tulsa. I would drive one square mile one weekend and another, and eventually I knew my way around. One night he got on the bus, but he didn't have any change. 
So he paid the fare with a $5 bill. The driver grumbled, but he gave him change, and he took his seat. And as he counted the money he got back, he discovered that the driver had overpaid him a quarter. He started to say something about it, and then he thought to himself for a minute, it's only a quarter, so he sat back and took in the sights. As the bus came to the stop where he had first gotten on, he dug into his pocket, retrieved the quarter. He handed it to the driver and said, you gave me a quarter too much. He said the driver smiled at him and said, I know, Reverend, I just wanted to see what you would do when you found out. I may just come and visit your church one day. We're called to live to a higher standard. When we do, others notice. And when we don't, well, others notice that too. For now, the point is this. Like it or not, people are watching to see how we live out our faith. What we say and do does make a difference. We either help others come closer to the righteousness of God, or we cause them to stumble, and when we do, there's a price to pay. Remember Jesus' words? He said, But whoever causes one of these little ones who believe in me to stumble, it would be better for him that a huge millstone should be hung around his neck and that he should be sunk in the depths of the sea. If you don't think that we have an impact on others, please think again. We have a tremendous influence to our family members, to our neighbors, to our church family, to the people we work with, to everyone we come in contact with, which is all the more reason to live by a higher standard than the world around us. People are watching us, but more important than that, God is watching us every moment of every day. Thank you for listening. For more, go to ChristChurchTulsa.org. And peace be with you.